Hey guys, before we get started, this episode of Beer and Other Shit, the podcast is brought to you by High Season Co., a social media agency with over a decade of marketing experience who are crafting the way brands are perceived online. These guys aren't just marketers, they're liquid enthusiasts, craft beer nerds, hip-hop heads, and Gary Vee disciples. So is your social media looking tired? Are you having trouble getting to your customers? High Season can make it happen. Check them out, highseasonco.com. That's highseasonco.com. Now let's drink some beers. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Are you a brewhead? I'm a brewhead. Y'all a brewheads? Yeah, we brewheads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C-Certified Brewhead, and welcome to episode 157 of Beer and the Podcast. This afternoon, we are in glorious... This is Rosemont, Petit Patrick. It is. Yes, I knew I got it right. Montreal, Quebec, and we're here at Ma Brasserie for my first time, finally, with Guillaume, who kills the sales here, sir. Pleasure. Pleasure. Glad we finally got out here. Thank you for having yeah. us. Um, this is my first time here, like I said. Like, uh, I can't. People give me shit all the time that, like, why the hell haven't you been here? And I, I had no good answer. Well, I, I, I do remember that you, we were supposed to set up a meeting back in June. I got sick. And, and then I you got sick and you had to cancel. And then that's, that's what life yeah. is about. Right. So you, you, you move on and, and get later. back to the right time. That's it. We made it work. There you go. Um, very cool to see it. Like we pulled up in the Uber. Because like, yeah, you mentioned you're on the patio. I'm like, patio? Yeah. Because I'd never even seen a photo of the place. So I had no context whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, huge wicked patio out the front. It was jammed, like packed of people. Packed. It's actually quite a nice day today. Yeah, like a it is. Late, late summer day, um, and then the the brewery itself where we're sitting right now, it's it's pretty damn big, decent size as well. Do you know what? I wasn't sure how big this place was going to be because I know it's a cooperative, which I think we yep. should definitely get into. But uh, very cool place. Um, looking forward to get into it. So we're going to have four beers today. Yep. So maybe we'll start with the first one. Talk about that for a sec, and then we'll get into uh, your beer history, brother. Yeah, absolutely. What are we rocking with? So, first one is a collaboration with the Vice and Versa. Yes. That's also located in Montreal. Uh, it's called Ite. It actually has no ops, and it's uh, been brewed with Darjeeling tea. Okay. Yeah, nice. pretty much. Good. Big bangs. Um, so, Vice Versa, we were just talking about earlier. So, anyone in Montreal knows Vice Versa. It's uh, an institution. It's um, one of the place, place, best places to get some beers in Montreal, to be honest. Yeah, I love it. Huge wicker patio out there. It's right yeah. it's quite close to where we're at. Um, and you said there was, uh, I guess, it being Ete, you know, summer, there are um, uh, a handful. You're doing four collabs each year? Yeah. We do have uh, some four collaboration for each season. Uh, we do a different beer, and then uh, this is our first time doing this, uh, this one in particular. All right. Uh, so very, very, very proud about it. Uh, the uh, the head brewer is, is 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 very much into those kinds of beer that are brewed with, with tea, and this one comes out very very nicely. It's, right. it's very, very like crushable as as you like to as say. As I say, yeah, beautiful. Cheers, brother. Cheers. Yo, that is very crushable. Oh yeah, that's that's made to be re- like, very very refreshing. Yeah, it's like the no all the flavors in the nose, and then it just becomes this kind of like creamy. Um, uh, like really well carbonated yeah. I don't know just like table beer almost oh yeah because like a lot of the the, cl- the spices kind of like not dissipate but they kind of blend in because I hate it when it's too spicy I'm not into that at all no but it's, it's, it's very simple beer where you do taste the aperture of the the tea it's and then nice but it's it's not overwhelming it's, it's, no, it's, not it's just good and then it goes down and you want to have some more like 
Well, you really do. All right, I'm gonna be doing all these beer photos all day. You ready? Legend. All right, so this one as well is 5.4%. Yep. And what kind of tea did you say it was? Darjeeling. Okay. I haven't heard of that. Where's that from? That's a very good question. I, I, it's not, uh, oh, there it is right there. Yep. And uh, I, I know it's uh, someone here in Montreal that makes it. Uh, stuff. Yeah, we get the stuff. We, we try to get all the, the ingredients uh, as much as possible from local places. Um, and, and then, you know, as, as, as something that's... Uh, like keeping it as local as possible. Yeah, local. Yeah. They, 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 they do an art form of what they do and this is their passion. Right. And then we, we, we do like we do love to collaborate with those kinds of people as much as possible. Like at the end of the day, the tea uh, most likely has cost a bit more uh, than to buy it at the Costco. But it's so much fucking better. Like yeah. it, it just it's great. And then we, we, we do provide some very good feedback from those people when we work with them and and it's local. I yeah. mean what else do you want, right? I love that. You're we're we're located in the middle of uh, Rosemont's Patrie, as you were saying earlier, and Rosemont being one of the neighborhood or the neighborhood with the most breweries in the old Canada, which is really? absolutely amazing. Like you have yeah. so many of them everywhere, and and a couple of them are also part of uh, the the co-op of Matmabraski, yes. and so some of their beers are brewed here and brought to their bars because right. uh, they don't have the production level to maintain their bars as they're so popular. Right. So uh, yeah, we're we're right in the middle of it, and this is we want to brew for the people of Hosmoltspetki to start with. And we, we are, we're looking forward to be, as, as much as possible, representing Montreal on, on the Quebec scene and who knows where it's going to be in yeah. a couple of years. That's really true, man. I love that you guys what you guys are doing. Tiff, did you want some of this beer? Oh, yeah. Or whatever your uh, can tip, if you like to. Oh, yeah. I'm no sure you're going to love it. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, so let's get into your personal beer history, then yep. we'll, we'll move into to my brasserie. So how did you personally uh, get into beer, brother? Um, I've... Where, where, where I do come from, uh, alcohol isn't something not to talk about. Right. I've always had access to, to alcohol back home. Where are you from? Um, just South Shore, Montreal. South Shore, okay. Yeah, and uh, it wasn't taboo at all. And then every Saturday night, my father would always do something great for supper. We would spend all day cooking. And then at supper time, there was always a good bottle of either wine or a couple of good bottles of, of beers. and. Uh, I think the first time that I actually tasted it, I was about six, and then it always was present, and it was always great. Um, it, it was never to get drunk. It was always part of, you know, like good a, a supper, something that you share, and yeah. you know, you. I, I would just maybe have a half of a glass, and that was that was okay. And then growing, um, I uh, I learned pretty soon in life that I had a Crohn disease, and oh, uh, really? yeah, I do. And then uh, something that would really like put me off, and at, at my I had crisis uh, with every time that I was having like commercial beers, my belly wouldn't stand it at all. Right. And then very soon I discovered uh, trying out some, some different stuff with friends that whenever I was having craftier, I had no issues whatsoever. Right. So I just roll with it, and then. 20 years after, I'm still drinking, still I'm still on it, I'm still riding that wave and then have no issues right. whatsoever, yeah. That's amazing. Like, one of the things that comes down with the, uh, the the crown disease is that you don't ingest all the, the um, uh, what's it called there, 
I had the French word, I'm sorry. What's the French word? Uh, fire. It's uh, iron. I'm oh, not iron, getting yeah. all the iron that I should get from the food. And then uh, there's so much yeast and so much good stuff in beer. I I don't need to take any supplement. It's all in there. It's all in there. Look at that. Part of a balanced diet, ladies and gentlemen. Beer. Okay, that's good to know because when you said Crohn's, my immediate, I have a mate with Crohn's, but I, I guess I immediately got it uh, confused with like celiac. Yeah. But of course, completely different type of thing. Exactly. So you said 20 years ago. Yeah. You're drinking craft beer. Oh, yeah. And this is 2019, so it's been late 90s. Yeah. Uh, what sort of craft was around back then? Unibrew. Unibrew oh, was, was the thing. And then that you had Boreal. Uh, Saint Ambroise was, was already out there a little with McCausland, okay. but uh, I do remember like one of my friends. He had a, uh, a, a, a like a really nice place with a pool table and then all of the uh, uh what's it called there, oh, like, like the posters signs and, and signs yeah, yeah, yeah. and everywhere. And and we had made a deal back then that every night we would go out and get some beer and always trying a new beer that we never had before. Right. And it was possible. It was actually already possible to get something different every night. There was so much. And then wow. there was a really nice place next to his place. So we were just going there every night and then grabbing something we never had, right. taste it, put some notes down, and then and, and roll with it. And then whenever we had something that was awesome and we weren't inspired, we could just go back and say, oh, that was super fucking great a couple of weeks ago. Let's get that again. Right. And then... That, that was pretty much our life back then. Right. And then, I, just before we get into my brasserie, like you are the, what's your role at Labac? I am a, a Cove uh, president. Right Cove president. Okay, yeah. so Labac is the is a homebrew association? Exactly. That's in, the uh, homebrew association of Quebec. Okay, perfect. And that is, I mean, so you got into homebrewing along the way? Yeah. I, um, I think it was about 10 years ago, I uh, was working with a colleague of mine, and we were just enjoying to taste some of the new craft beer that were that were available uh, all over there was some some kind of a big boom uh, at the early 2010 2012 mm -hmm. where a lot of new breweries were going out with like so much styles that i never tasted before and uh, my friend came up to me and said well you know it's not that hard it's like cooking and you and me we love cooking we should try it Right. And we just started to look at some uh, some of the videos back then that were available in the, on the YouTube, and everyone back then must have seen like this guy is uh, in Ireland, he's brewing in his kilt, and he was just showing off like like all of the steps that were needed to do some beers, and it was so simple. That's cool. Everyone that we were looking at, we we're all saying the same like just do your best and make sure everything's clean. That's you know pretty much what you gotta do. That's what you're gonna do whenever you're gonna be cooking something, anyways, right? So there's sure. nothing hard to it. And then Muay International being uh, in Montreal, uh, they pretty much have everything that any breweries have. They're that's the a ones. Store, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But they they also sell all of the ingredients and, and and everything that you need for a brewery to start with. They're the the ones that provide it for the whole Quebec province, right. and they actually have a boutique that's open and they do a fair price on everything and you can make your own recipes and they're going to help you with everything so it, it was just super Perfect. easy to get yeah. into okay that's sick yeah so then you're basically at that point you know like around the 2010 to 12 yeah. you're saying you started home brewing uh, how did you get into working here and that was that recent uh yeah i did start about a year ago here okay. uh, i used to be working for another brewery before that uh, as the uh, a sales rep nice uh that was for about a year 
and then before that, I uh, I was working uh, in, in different areas, but mostly in the health environment, mental health environment, right. um, at, at different levels, from intervention working to uh, manager of accounts in okay. multi multinational businesses. All right. So clearly, a bit of a career switch. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, events of life just got me to a point that I, I I've been working in, I had been working in the uh, mental health industries for the past 15 years and right. then I had a big uh, bike accident going to work and I was off work for a while and I was I had been thinking about it for quite some time to just do something Some very different, different something that that passionates me uh, in, 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 in the future um, I I think I went through all of the steps that went along, like the mental health, and it was fun. I learned a lot, but I was just burned out of it. Right. I was just burned out of it, and then I needed to do something different. And as a uh, as a streamer, as something that I've been doing for the past five years too, I've been doing my own streams on Twitch, on on yeah. all sorts of like platforms. Gaming yeah, gaming nice. and stuff. And then one of the things that I was doing that I liked doing was just brewing on stream. I was just like putting in my camera and my mic up and I was just brewing a beer and then just interacting with the people out there and, and, and just making sure that like it, it's so freaking easy to do. You just need a spaghetti pot and then some, some, some kind of a basket and then you're good to go. That's all you need to brew some beers and yeah. very good beers as well. Like people tend to think that it's super complicated that you need a lot of stuff and you don't. Yeah. You just you just need some time and some motivation and it's fun to do and it's fun to share and then and then growing from that i i, I went to labac as uh, labac uh, was restarting mm -hmm. after uh, it, it crashed a couple of years ago and that's what i brought to them i just i wanted to brew live brewing sessions with them i had experience doing it i had fun doing it and i thought that it, it's something that i did in english for a long time and then i think i taught myself why am i not doing it for the french people here right. as my first language is french anyways and then started doing that. We had a lot of success for the past two years. It's been nice. fun. And uh, it just brought me right into the beer industry. And beer industry just grabbed me and said, well, you should stay. You should stay. You're fun to play with. So yeah, let's go. All right. You ain't going anywhere. Do you guys uh, work with or interact with like the other homebrew clubs, like Montrealers? I think they're yeah. the English ones, I think. Yeah. That's well, that's far as I know the bilingual, but bilingual. yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure if there was like, because I was aware, I think. Either you told me about it or someone else I know told me about Lebac and my understanding, maybe I was like, I like inferred it, but then it was kind of like the French side, like the English, as yeah. if like Anglophones uh, gravitate to, to them and then the Francophones to you guys. But anyway, um, you guys like... Montreal has, exi has existed for a very, very, very long time, to be honest. As far as I know, they're like 30 years old uh, organization. Gotcha. And then I'm, I'm not sure exactly where the language it's not that clear cut then. it's not that clear cut as far as I know okay good um, Labac cool. came along into a process where it was just a couple of guys that got along and decided to do a contest and right. they were like I can do the best beer in that style and I'm gonna beat you to it when we're gonna organize something and the people are gonna be judging it right. and then it went along for a couple of years until uh, the government like police came along and government shut it down because oh, wow. it's actually an illegal thing in, in Quebec to be doing any sort of contest of that kind. And then, okay. but, but they do still exist. All sorts of organizations have been organizing it for a very long time and they're out there, but there's no reason why it should be banned, but it's still. And then that's why Labac kind of 
went off at some point, as everyone that in that organization anyways went into being professional brewers. And they had careers, they had other jobs, and they didn't have time to spend on that. So two years ago, I reunited with uh, Mathieu Dorion and a couple of other guys. We sat around and we just figured, you know what, we shouldn't be a contest. We should be something that's going to be changing the minds of the people. We should be an association that's going to be representing the rights of the ones that brew now. So that in someday we're going to be able to teach uh, and make sure that the, the home brewers of today have all the tools they need if they want to become professional and they're going to be better brewers at that point. So I'm going to be enjoying it, the better, better brew that they're going to be brewing. At the end of the day, so we're all winning, yeah, yeah, and, and and that's 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 exactly what motivates us. Interesting. Yeah. That's dope. All right. So coming to my brasserie where we're at right now. Yeah. So Do you know the history of how this place came about? Because it's quite yeah. unique in the in, in the scheme of things in Quebec. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of co-op that exists, but as far as I know, those co-op don't necessarily brew uh, other breweries. They brew okay. their own, like Alafu, yeah. uh, Bose, yeah. uh, that are co-op. Uh, and, and then there are other ones as well. Oh, uh, like employee-owned type yeah, of ones? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, Mabrowski came along into a project where a lot of uh, breweries that were located around here had their own brew pubs and they had no place to produce as much brew that, as they needed for their brew pub. And then equipment, you know, it's it's not cheap. You and space. So might as well just buy it together and then we're going to form a crew that's going to be making sure that the quality is going to be there and then it's going to be at a human level of, of how beer should be brewed anyways. Right. Everything nowadays is super mechanical, it's, it's, it's all high tech and everything. We have a very, very, very old brewing system and it's just exactly how it was and how it should be sometimes. Right. Beer is a simple thing to do, you just have to be aware and talented to brew it. And right. that's, that's exactly what we're trying to show. We're right. not trying to show that we have the best equipment. We have the shittiest one. But we're, <laughs> we're, we're trying to show that we're capable of brewing one of the best beers still. Right. It doesn't nowadays. matter what the equipment is. It doesn't matter. It's all about the techniques. And exactly. Mabrassi okay. was one of the place, first places to have some cans available. And then yeah, and the, to sell out of here. Yeah. yeah. And it's all made from a very shitty old thing that's been like made, homemade. And then, right. But it works because there's two guys working full time doing it and they, they feel it, they, they see it. And then if there's an error, they put right. it aside. When it's a machine doing it, well, there's going to be like issues on, 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 a, on the fridge and then, oh shit, well, the batch wasn't good. Yeah. As we've seen with other breweries, that's not going to happen here. Right. It's all handmade. Right. So. so it's not like, yeah, running through this automated thing and like, okay. So to clarify for folks who might not understand, so a cooperative. Yep is essentially a brewery that isn't really owned by one person. It's a bunch of breweries. Exactly. The fermenters we have behind us, each brewery, exactly. essentially paid for um, their own fermenters. Yep. So I know, do you know, I know Boswell's a part of it. Yep, Boswell. Yep. Hildegarde. Hildegarde. Brois. Yep. Uh, Noir et Blanche. Yep. And uh, I'm trying to think if there's anybody else right now. Because we used to have more and it's yeah, a changing yeah. thing. Because uh, we used to have also La oh, um, Succursale, yeah. Bira, yeah. Yeast, and then they just went on on their own right now. Okay. So they just took off uh, with their uh, with, with, with their fermenters. Right, right, so okay. and they sold it to other breweries, and it's fine. They're going to be brewed somewhere else, and it's it's a changing thing. It constantly yeah. revolving. Okay. So who does one is it? Do all the breweries own the building, or, or is it just equipment? Um, is one person or one company? Is they're part of the administrative board, which okay. makes sure that the, the finances are right and make sure that everybody like pitches in like what needs to be done. Gotcha. 
but at the center of it, there's also Mabraski. And then Mabraski creates and, and, and does their own beer. Their own beer, right. And, and I like the ones that we brought today. Uh, yes. Exactly. So, okay. So those are branded Mabraski. Yes. Which are, are brewed here for us here. And then there's also the ones that are, are, are brewed for the other breweries. Gotcha. Now, being a cooperative, are the generally say for, like, if you want to call it like contract brewing, yep. which it's not because it's different, but say yep. a contract brewing, if you and I owned a brewery and we went to a brewery to contract it for us, we're not allowed to touch the equipment because of the laws. And I think it's like that in Quebec and Ontario as well, where the only the employees of the brewery who are contracting out um, are allowed to actually do it. What's yeah. the rules here? Is it the same type of situation? Uh, it's, a, it's a very similar, uh, similar thing. thing. Okay. Well, one of the reasons why we do that anyways is that the, the people that, the brewers that work here, they know the stuff and they know what they work with. Uh, and then in their own breweries, they have their own system that they work with. And then it's, it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of different. So working with them, we can actually learn and adjust our system and, and their way of interpreting their recipes that they do in small batches there. Yeah. And whenever like they, they feel like they have something great and they want to do more, and then they, they, they bring the recipe here. And we make sure that we interpret it as best as possible to resemble what they do in their own brewery. Gotcha. And they're allowed to sort of like be here maybe for oh, the yeah. first few brews to be like, sure. no, no, so I need to do it like this. And then sure. you guys kind of work together to oh, yeah, the collaborative process. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's cool. Because um, it's not a, there's not because they're part of the co-op, so they're they're yeah. a, they're, they're available. Yeah, they and they want to make. Here. I mean, eventually, the idea is that the brew team here just knows what they need, and exactly. they don't have to tell you the first few times. Like dial it in. Yeah. You're like, all right, we got it. Boom, let's go. And then they also learn how our stuff work here. Right. So from there, whenever they have a new recipe, they're going to be setting the interpretation of how we're going to be doing this recipe in For, regard to yeah. that system. Uh, so they can already pre-adjust yeah, it because exactly. they understand Because they're learning it too. And that's cool. Yeah. Saves time. So over oh, yeah. time, as you work together more, it just gets tighter and tighter. Absolutely. Uh, that's sick. Now, the brewery, say something like Buzzle, we interviewed um, Philip mm-hmm. a little while ago. Great guy. Oh, yeah, he's um, amazing. He, so basically, they got a decent size brew pub brewery. But he was saying that the beers that they package are brewed here. Is yep. it is that really what it primarily is? So because they're all brew pubs, Ildegard's a brew pub, yep. and um, uh, as well. is a brew pub. Yeah. They essentially would just be brewing their packaged stuff here, or do you cake some stuff too? Yeah. Um, some of the breweries that we work with, like uh, right there, yeah, <laughs> some of the breweries that we work with, like uh, La Scursal, yeah. they never really had any bottles or. No. Uh, cans or whatever that was got out yeah. so all of the beers that were brewed here yeah. were just to be able to to, to sustain their bars because they couldn't the sustain them like the oh, flagships yeah. or whatever exactly JP was telling me that from yeah. beer and Sally was same with Bira same with yeast same with uh, Noir et Blanche okay. uh, Noir et Blanche has their beer outside on the market but they're not uh, brewed here Okay. I think they do uh, do it with someone else right now for their bottles. For canning is okay. Uh, I, I'm, have they gone to cans? I haven't seen cans from them. I'm gonna go see they're them at cool. tomorrow. Actually, yeah? I want to see what Dan's they're. Dan's there now, eh? Yeah, Dan's there. Yeah. Now. So I I, I'm, I'm supposed to go meet a friend and uh, Noir Blanche tomorrow. Nice. So I'm, I'm looking forward to see what new they have been working with. How's their beers? Good stuff. Uh, yeah, as far I've as heard I know, I, yeah, yeah, they're very very good. I, I, have you ever had a chance no, to taste no, any no. of them? Oh. Jan, uh, as the head brewer, is, 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 is very, it's very in, inspired about just 
drawing some stuff in and trying things that happens. everybody, no, nobody yeah. does, right? Like lychee beer and just going cool. wild. Like yeah. he's gonna go and and, and pick his, his yeast mm. from the, the the back of, of the brewery and then bringing it in and doing something with that. It, it's, right. it's it's crazy. He's just having fun. I love that. Like he's very 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 experienced brewer. He used to be the head brewer here back in when it started. But before that, he was a head brewer at so many other like breweries that were very well known. He was participating in, in so many like super cool projects. Like, if you ever meet Jan, you should like just shook his hand. Like this guy has like dreadlock like down his butt, and he's just the sweetest guy. Like it's a super fun. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love it. And then he, he's wild, and and he loves the experience of just trying stuff. And mm. this is this I is like what it. like brewing should be. This is like I, I keep saying like. Beer should be fun. Yeah. If you're not having fun, What's you shouldn't point, right? be having beer. You're not in the right industry. And whoever like is trying to sell your, their shit and by trying to say like, well, this is the best one. Who cares? Yeah. Are you enjoying it? Yeah. yeah. Well, good. good. If you're not, fun. we get drunk. There's some like, other yeah. ones. Like, I'm just gonna get another one if this one isn't great. Like, yeah, yeah. whoever goes on capsule and takes the shit on a beer, like, how like, much time you have to lose? Like, honestly? seriously, yeah. just go drink something else. I feel like that that applies to everything in society. If yeah. you really take the time to go and shit on something, like you really need to look at your life a bit. Like unless you pay like a twenty five dollar bottle and it was actually like infected with shit. Right. So then DM like, the brewery and be like, yeah. "Hey guys, I had a bad bottle. Yeah. I'm sure they'd replace it." Because breweries are like, "Oh no, like that's not good." Let no, me, no. Here, I'll send you another bottle. Sorry exactly. about that. And then they know now. Like breweries are like so cool. Every organization on Hurt should be like that. I mean, I guess you're right. They really should. And I think a lot of these days, because of social media and stuff, and that people now can go and shit on anything, yeah. like, however they want, I feel like businesses are a little more customer service oriented because if they're not, the people will just keep going. Yeah. And they're just like, let's just put it to bed. What do you want? You want a free burger? You want another, another goddamn beer? Fine. They'll send it out. It, it just I'll, all depends. I mean, people yeah. are ridiculous. Sometimes people have valid points. Absolutely. But, and sometimes they're just having a cry for no reason. But it's more like how you approach it. There's just no need, particularly like beer. It pisses me off more than anything with beer. Like these are small companies, man. Yeah. Like, they're not like multinational corporations. These are just like we're small entrepreneurs. That's it. And we're trying our best. Everyone's and trying to every organization that I know in the microbrewery, they're yeah. just all trying their best. It, some man. of them are better. Some of them are not as good. And then they're trying their best. Yeah. And then, like people that that are like taking a shit on 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 breweries that are not like up to date and doing all the the easy stuff that everybody wants. Well, who cares? They're doing their things. And th if they're still alive, well, maybe they're doing something great that you don't appreciate, yeah. but somebody else is. That's it. That's yeah. that's, so that's it what beer should be. Yeah. If you're not having fun, go away. Stop it. We're just drinking. Yeah. Speaking of drinking. Oh yeah. The uh, Tribal Session IPA. So I've seen this around. And you know what? I didn't realize it was my brasserie. Yep. Tell us about this one. Bro. Well, that's one thing that comes up a lot. Like, didn't realize it was my brasserie. Yeah. Is some, the some, so yeah, new. the brand is so, like, all over the place that, like, most people don't even know. Like, like Momo, nobody, like, mo most people don't even know yeah, that we brew that here. No, I've seen it everywhere. Um, so tell us about this one. So Tribal is kind of like a, an yep. IPA... So Tribal uh, is one of the flagship that uh, Mabrowski brewed when we opened. Okay. Uh, we have a couple of ones like the Tribal IPA, Tribal Session IPA, Tribal brew. Double IPA, okay. uh, and then Tribal Pale Ale. Uh, it's supposed to be, at, at first, it was supposed to be something that was inspired with the West Coast okay. style, uh, old school IPA anyways. 
uh, maybe not as uh, on the on the risen or on the I don't know what you call it uh, like piney yeah it's not as piney but as for, at first it was supposed to be something inspired of the west coast and then yeah. the session when you change the water and, and, and little things here and there it turned out to be like a shitty good like east yeah. coast IPA at the end of the day but still yeah it's still so, super juicy it's yeah, juicy yeah, exactly it's still something about oomph yeah Wow. Cheers, Cheers man. man. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. I yeah, it's got that, like, it's almost like an east meets west, whereas, like, there's exactly. a little bit of um, piney so, kind of stuff going on. But so, then there's also, like, it's juicy, fruity, smooth, chalky. I like it. Are you ready? You know the drill. Oh, that that brings me to a how beer evolves too. Yeah. Because at first the tribal IPA was supposed to go west, okay. like west style IPAs, and then slowly but surely, like having access to the original ops and then the original ingredients, it's become became a bit harder. And then we just tried different versions of it, and trying different versions of it brought it to the state of where it is right now. So the beer actually evolved with with the last couple of batches right and it's still gonna evolve as beer should of course some people are just looking for to get the exact same beer every time they're gonna get that product we're not looking at it that way we're looking at it as beer should evolve and then the first momo is not gonna be the same as you're gonna be having now right and hopefully it's better that's the plan and then some some people just don't like that part yeah. it's they, they want to get the same thing every yeah. time and then we're craft breweries we're not Molson so, yeah. why should we go down that path we're not it's, it's not always just not possible it's really not possible. what it comes down to and I, I kind of like I feel like there's like something to be said for both sides yeah. whilst I understand consistency it's almost like alright if I'm going to buy this beer I know I'm going to like it every time um, I've tried it good I'm going to keep doing it it's reliable yeah. then there's the other side where well like like you said it's craft it's small yeah shouldn't you always be tweaking it so it's better every yeah. time and so maybe the person who liked batch two might not like batch five because it's juicier and they wanted it plannier exactly and then but it, it just i don't know it's just how it goes i feel like craft beer people tend to know that and maybe for the most part maybe yeah, the newer sure. people don't get yeah, it yeah. and they'll complain a bit more yeah but as you get into it it just seems to be how the industry rolls right that's how it should be as far as i know yeah. like if i'm looking for like to do, 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 does it need to be said on the can or on the product that you're buying that this is a different version? This is version B. This is version with that hops. This is version with, I mean, who cares? Is it something that you're going, you liked first? And if we made it evolve into something that you may or may not like better, mm -hmm. you get to choose. And if you don't, maybe you're going to like the third one. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, at the end of the day, it wasn't shitty. No, like it never would be. Like we right. were, we're, we're not going to be releasing any product that's going to be like completely terrible or completely off of what it's supposed to be at first. Like we have an idea, and we just grow with that idea. Yeah, I like that. Say for someone like myself, I review the beers and I note them down. So if it's the same beer yeah. that just happens to change hops or just change over time, is what it is. Mm -hmm. If it's a variant, 
I think the variant should be noted. Say like the Moldstrom have like yep. the uh, NAIPL and they have different hops. So what they do is put the sticker on there. Yeah, so uh, the box and uh, box Populi do that. Box they well. do the sticker. So to me, I'm like, all right, cool. Well, this is a standard IPA, but now it's got mosaic and it's got galaxy. Yeah. Cool. I'm like, I like to know. Yep. But it's not from like, it makes a difference really. But it's more like I want to, if I'm going to drink it and I'm writing a brief review. I just want to know. It's almost like I'm learning something. I'm like, oh, this is that same beer, but now it's mosaic. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's like how that changes. And exactly. You start learning about hops, and I feel like single hop beers in that way taught me a bit more about that. So yeah. I think it's good. But if it's like, you know, um, the Alchemist in the States, yep. they have the Skadoosh IPA, and it changes every batch is a different hop, and they don't even tell you what it is. No. It's no not marked on the can. So someone like me, I'm a little OCD, and I want to know. It's like. Oh, which one is it? Yeah. So if you're buying it there, you'd be like, yo, which version is yeah. it? And they have it on, on, on tap. Well, but it, it, going down that route, if you go like to the Momo, yeah. Momo comes down to Mosaic and Motsuika, which are like very, very, uh, two very nice. good hops. Yeah, yeah. But it's going to be balanced differently in between Each one time. batch to another. Of course, because you might be like, oh, this is a little too much uh, Mosaic right here. Exactly. But it's still a Momo. That's yeah. still the two hops that's going to be used. Hops. And if it's not the two hops that were going to be used, it's not going to be a Momo. That's, that's for true. sure. That's true. Like, I, I like that. Yeah. I think that's cool. Yeah. Like, and then if, if Citra is inevitable, am I still going to be using some other things in, in other style of IPAs? Sure. Yeah. I could go with the Racco. That's, I mean, it's, it's a freaking amazing hop uh, from, I, I think it's What's New it Zealand. Racco. Oh, Racco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it's yeah, an amazing hop. So, you know what? I don't have any Citra. Might as well just go with the Racco. And yeah. it's going to be great. It's yeah. going to be still going to be good. You're not off flavor. No, no, You're no. just trying out something that's going to be fun. Yeah. I think it's yeah, it's an interesting in in the in the in untapped kind of world. Yeah. Not not even meaning like the bad side of it, just where people I think it's good. The one good thing about something like untapped that makes people pay attention to this shit, like, oh what hub is this? Like, oh this is the variant with these mm -hmm. two hubs? Oh cool. Like what are the and people start learning about yeah. what, what it is. Because like can you think of like most people I know or I associate with will have some sort of an idea about different hop varieties. Yep. But maybe 10 years ago for me, I would have been like, what? Hop? What's that? Yeah. Like, I think it's pretty cool when you think about how many people know what the difference between Citra, Mosaic, and Galaxy are, and where they're from, and like, yeah. what the, it's like, it's, what it implies to actually grow hop. Yeah. What it, and, and how and hard is it to grow it, it and, and, yeah. and get it and, and dry what it? Where is it from? And how do you go yeah. get Galaxy from Australia? And why breweries in Montreal? How the hell are you getting these hops from out yeah. there? Like that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like that in and of itself is like a cool ecosystem that maybe like the changes and stuff force people to learn. So I think it's like that's a good side effect yeah. of the untapped type of world. And some of those hops are harder and harder to get sometimes because yeah. everybody's fighting for them. It's all and then and stuff, yeah. we we had some issues with the Momo there. Like, trying to get some of them. Try to get yeah. both of them. Actually, it was super hard last winter. And everybody was just like getting onto us. And when are we getting some more Momo? When are we? Because we just launched it. Like, might as well just try it. And we had like a very very minimalistic design. Yes, and it very was just stands out in the uh, super minimalistic. Depth. You know what? Might as well try it. We've been brewing it here for the bar here for about about a year. Oh, I have a very interesting story for that. Yes. Um, so we had been brewing it for the bar here for about a year, and it was available at our boutique at from. And then for the first time, we actually launched it on the market, and it went just crazy. Straight away, right? Straight away, it went crazy. With people were nuts about it, and it's a good freaking beer for sure. Like it was, it was an easy beer to launch, just for a very, very minimalistic like way to approach the the can. Yeah. And very, very good. I love that. Yeah. 
very very simple beer and then and the response and, was positive oh the response around. was just amazing but then like every every other commerce just wanted to have like tons of it like as we were like yeah we can't provide as much beer as they do yeah. we're not organized like that we yeah, just yeah. In, in terms of all the fermenters that you see we have a couple of ones that's so it. that's it we can't be providing we're still mabrasserie as big as this is we have a couple of fermenters we're still very small yeah yeah in terms of how we can actually like produce yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, we yeah. we have to take decision are we going to be brewing this one this one or this one and then if you ever go at the bar we have uh, at least 30 beers that are available so we need to brew 30 lines for the other brands, and they're right? all coming from here okay the, the 30 um, lines on tap are they also the cooperative yeah members? exactly like a bunch of buzz stuff exactly okay do you have guest taps or is it just stuff that's brewed here? Uh, uh, the, the permit that we have right now oh, doesn't make room. it possible tap for us to import yeah. anything. So it all comes from here. I love that. No, I love that and you guys 30 lines. Yeah, imagine that's a it. lot. That's, that's a crazy. lot of lines. That's what I heard about this place. I was like, it's the one place where you can try the most, like a, a solid variety of beers, but yeah. also take it to go. Yeah. Like it's such a cool, I mean, that law is ridiculous, but you guys were the first, at least in Montreal, to have that, right? Yeah. Because there's only like, I can think of two others that have the same um, uh, setup yeah yeah because there's nothing because there was the one thing that pissed me off about montreal and whenever my friends come from quebec you go to a brewery or brew pub and they have the the brew pub license because they have a kitchen or whatever and then they can't sell you anything to go so i'm like oh i want to like whenever i go to ontario or vermont i'm like sick i take a four pack of that four pack of that or whatever. and here you go to judy ciel or something I'm like oh so i gotta go to a depth and try and find it now like I, the system is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. It's not fair for the breweries to not be able to make that additional income yeah. directly without a middleman. Yeah. Because in order for people to go find them, they have to go through a distributor to get into Peluso or Vitumbier or, or whatever. But you right? see it everywhere in Vermont. You see it everywhere in Ontario. It's fine. But it, it, when you come to Quebec, it's like, oh, no. Yeah. I it's, mean, it's, that should be a separate thing. Why yeah. should it be a separate thing? So We're it, making it here. So the rule, when you say separate thing, just for people who don't know, the rule is that it has to be a separate street number yep. to the brewery itself. So yep. like, you, they would have to have a separate, even if they'd have to purchase, like say something like Judas Yellow Helm in Myland or even Bureau or something like that would have to purchase the store next door yep. and make a, a door with a different street number and its own ecosystem type of thing yep. to, enter, to be able to purchase that. So it's 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 ridiculous. Like it makes no sense. It's not practical for, for a lot of breweries. That means they'd have to either there's going to be rent involved in that, and they probably would lose more money doing it that way yep. than they would going through a distributor and losing some money to the middleman. So there's no choice about yep. it, and it sucks. And it sucks more. It sucks for everybody. It sucks for the breweries because they're losing money, and it sucks for the consumer. We're used to it here, and we know how it works. But people, I get a lot of people from out of town, particularly Ontario, coming coming in here and like, all right, where should I go? People ask me all the time I go to Montreal Breweries List in my phone went, boom, this is where you should go. Oh yeah. And I have to give them you a separate... You should go Ville de Garde, Arikana, you should go all the best places. Yeah. There's so many good places in Montreal. It's amazing. But yeah. then you can't get any fucking beer. Yeah. And it dry, I feel like they uh, people, that's what uh, number one feedback I get. Like, yo, I couldn't buy any bottle. I'm like, yeah, that's why I gave you the, the Depaneur section in my list. That's why. You have to go there. Yeah, exactly. Unless you go to that three here, yeah. Messorum and uh, Four Origins, that's it. Exactly. That I'm aware of. Miss Arms is just open. They now. just opened and they sell out pretty quick, but yeah. they have the same license. Yeah. So that, that's it. Exactly. And it's like, yeah, it's just one thing I really hope. I mean, I, I feel positive about it because yeah. they changed the growler law, they changed the cool ship law. Yep. Yeah. Gradual. Baby steps. Slowly. Baby steps. Very, very, very slowly. Yeah. 
And like, it's one thing that I didn't mention about like uh, the, the brew here and how we're built, as a co-op, we're also housing uh, with different addresses as well, because okay. it, it's a big building, as you see. Yeah, it's quite large. So uh, we do have a production of La Pimenterie that make their own uh, hot sauce. Cool. And they're making it based on the beer that we're brewing. Right. And then uh, there's also Mananova that makes uh, kombucha. And really? one of the best one. It's, yeah. it's, it's amazing. Yeah, right? the hill? Yeah. And nice. then Love one of their missions, it's not to be brewing kombucha more than to be teaching how to. And so they're traveling the world and then teaching how to brew kombucha for for everyone. Cool. And, and another part of uh, what we do is, uh, it, it's very important for us, it's uh, we're uh, collaborating with uh, IBQ, which is the Institute of Brassicole du Québec, okay. uh, which is a, a dedicated like a formation center for people that wants to learn how to brew beers. So if you look in the back, all of the small, like very small fermenters that are 500 liters, they're dedicated partially to the EBQ. Cool. And ah. so the school, once they, 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 like the, after a couple of days, and then they brew a beer with the head brewer's ears, and then this beer is gonna be available on tap a couple of weeks after when it's wow. gonna be brewed. And, and, and all of the best like teachers from everywhere just come and, and, and give their teachings to the new upcoming like good brewers that's gonna be happening. That's sick. So that's, that's an amazing thing that we have here. And everything that's can, that can be fermented, we're, we're looking for it to do it. <laughs> you want to have extra kimchi on your burgers? We oh, have some, and we yeah. make it here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So fermenting everything. Absolutely. That's, that's the thing. Like kombuchas, like hot sauces, and then like the food has been made also from the, the brew here. That's so sick. Yeah. So that's a good episode name, fermenting everything. Fermenting everything. Why not? I like, I like to, uh, <laughs> if I don't write it down, when I have to like put this up, um, I always forget cool episode names it's a real pain in the ass to try to remember it's cool man I love that you guys are doing kombucha yeah. I, um, so so many organizations are collaborating right. on this so many like a, levels it's like a hub for the yeah. for, for Montreal creative people who are, who are fermenting stuff yeah exactly that's sick man. and this is this is why you're seeing it as wow this is so big Mabrasserie is just a tiny portion of it when you think of it. Right. Yeah. There's so many people working during the day that are doing all sorts of different stuff. Right. They're not even involved into the beer part. Yeah. It's just we're all collaborating into the fermentation process of it. That's so and cool. That, that's the fun part. Yeah. But everybody has a different address. We're just all sharing the same. So it's all different. Like I know there's oh, a yeah. bunch of different entrances yeah. for everything. Like some back there is the one there. Is the one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, something you pointed out when we walked in, you guys are very kid friendly. There's yep. a lot of parents. This is a what day is it? Thursday. Thursday, yeah. Thursday night, um, at the front and in the pub, there are a bunch of kids here. So you guys are very conscious of being like kid friendly, absolutely, and letting like, parents come through. And part of the people that we know is 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 main uh, main the main people that are going to be coming and, and enjoying the beers here. Uh, as we say in French, they're the uh, oh my god, phrase it. I'm you can sorry. say it in French. Um, I can sometimes the Rosemont. So it's it's the um, parents the are. parents that shouldn't be in the bar with kids but yeah. are here in the bar with kids because right. you know why not? And so they're here and the kids are just having fun everywhere. We give them uh, crayons and they're just like really? drawing everywhere on the floor and then it's just, it's just part of the brewery. Like we have an amazing, amazing view on the top with, with the lights that is coming in. All over the, the brewery. Oh, uh, it's all in the uh, roof on that. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. We have like pretty big windows on top. 
big, big, big windows on top, and it's just so much, much so much light comes in, and it's just it's a vibrating place to be. It's it's full of people that are just enjoying themselves, and yeah. who cares if I'm drinking a beer? It's Saturday, Saturday, like during the day, and I'm I'm just enjoying it with all sorts of other parents that are living in the area, and. Right. I mean, we're just trying to chill out with like some good food, some good beers, a good ambience, and I like that. and and kids are just running all over the place. You don't so you don't see you that really in movies. Like, yeah, you, you just don't. It's it's sort of like I feel like there's two minds about. There's the people who are like, "Fuck off!" I'm trying to have it be a way the kids here, but then there's yeah. also like, "Well, I'm a parent. Just because I'm a parent, I why can't I come to a brewery?" Absolutely. Like, and I think it's sort of important, particularly in an area like this where there's. Um, you know, I guess it's pretty family friendly. Rosemont seems to yeah. be very family oriented. Very, very, very family oriented. Um, type of thing. Yeah. Um, so I think it's like, it doesn't bother me. I think it's kind of cool when there's kids and dogs. Like, I'm not really annoyed. Oh by yeah, it. you if can bring your dog on the, on the patio. Fine. I bring you my dog all the time. Nice. I like that a lot. I think it's like a cool. Well, because I don't know. Otherwise, you're shutting off like the. Um, I don't know the access to to a whole audience yeah. of parents who like the some breweries might not welcome kids and stuff. And whilst I'm, we don't have children. Feels more like a tavern. Feels more yeah. like a drinking place. Which is fine. Yeah, you're just enjoying yourself. Like, like yeah. there's nothing wrong with having a beer with some kids around, as far as I know. It doesn't bother me. Yeah. Yeah. As long as they're not inter- interfering with my beer, they good to go. No, I like that. Yeah, that's um, that's one of the concerns that the the, the the staff here like they, they really have to be aware. Whenever they're walking around with the paint of beer, they can be like, oh, oh, there are kids everywhere running. Like, you, you don't want to drop one on the, the head of a kid. So that's you know that's something that <laughs> you never want to see happen, that's and it. it never happened. Never happened. No, it never happened. That's good. Like they're they're good. They're, yeah. We have some good staff, and they're yeah. like they're, they're good at what they're doing. They mess around. Yeah, I like that. Want to do this Momo? We've been talking oh, yeah. about it for so damn long. Oh yeah, you, you you do it. I'm ready for it. I really, I've I've seen this beer, I mean, every, like pretty much every single time I go into a uh, a dep, yeah, I see this beer. Um, it's uh, it's such a cool packaging. If for those who are listening and can't see it, um, it's got a big ass mouth on it, cartoon mouth. Yep. Some Is people it? see a Batman. I I've never seen it. Batman? Yeah, they see some kind of a Batman logo in the mouth. I I don't. I don't personally oh, yeah, see I get it. it. Yeah. 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 I, like it's like a it's a reach. Yeah. But it's there. What uh, what style is this one? Would you call it? Uh, that would go like East Coast, uh, no opportune, like not as basic yeah. as like the super like cool East Coast. It's opaque. But it is five. This this just no opportune. It's super super like juicy and easy yeah, to drink. Like- That's smooth. Right. You like vanilla. Love vanilla. Here you go. Is vanilla in this? Oh yeah. I actually put vanilla in it? Little. Yeah? Sick. Alright, take the photo. Sorry for all this phone action. There we go. Hang on, is that blurry? No, it's good. It's good. It's good. Um, so this one has moteca and mosaic. Yeah, Motsveka and Mosaic, exactly. I like that. It's a good oh, yeah. name for it. That's Momo. Five, five, and five. and there's there's something very very fun that's going to be happening very soon we're going to have uh, some of the beers that we had very much success with uh, in the past couple of years you guys might have seen the mandrel yes with baboon face yeah 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 uh, it's a, a mix of a bread and uh, uh, a wild and not wild yeast okay and then we're coming along for uh, the event that's going to be happening very soon it's going to be our fourth anniversary and when's that one? on the 5th and the 6th of October. 
Okay, this will be out two weeks. Yeah, exactly. So before then. Exactly. Okay. Uh, we're going to have some uh, baby mandrel available. Nice. It's going to be a some kind of a session grisette version Based of the mandrel. Nice. And it's gonna, at, at, at the party, it's only going to be available here. And within the next couple of weeks, we're looking for it to maybe be able to provide it on the market. We're very, yeah. very proud on that. And there's also going to be some kind of a session a momo. Ooh, all right. And if you see like the the, the, the mouth, we're going to be making the eye now. Ooh, so we're okay. building a, a character. A human right there. Oh yeah. That's cool. So you're going to be able to build your own character with the eyes and the mouth That's and sick. all sorts of other things that are coming along. So we actually, we, we do have a, a session Momo that was, that's available right now at the bar, but we're not calling it that because we're not as, it's, it's not, it's not perfect right now. It's, right. It, it, it could be better. So it's a very good IPA, but it's going to get better with, uh, we're going to be adding a bit more of Racco that we talked about nice. and it's just going to get better as a very, very good session beer. That's session it. beer is trending. We have to say, yeah, like, right? you're, uh, you, we were talking about earlier, GF and Echo and yeah. all, all this like session and then low ABV and just you know, enjoying it and having more just because it's good. It's good. Right? And then I, I think we should, we, we are looking forward to have a bit more of that as well, as well as the big stuff. Um, we're known for the Manitou, which is like a very, very, very like dark, intense, spicy, like beer that's that's just overwhelming of, of, of all sorts of. What style is it? It's just it doesn't really have a. I it's it's following some kind of a Baltic porter that's very spicy and overwhelming gotcha. with chocolate malt and all sorts of caramel malt great. and it's 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 it's. Very like people that 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 comes around here for like different parties. Like they know, if if you want to have a Manitou, you have to come on that day because it's gone. Right. People know people like it. oh, people love it. So uh, we we're still gonna be making those stuff because it's it's very very fun, especially when you're winter time and you wanna, you know, you wanna get something a bit stronger something sometimes. Get warm. Absolutely, I personally enjoy a lot of those beers. But yeah. you know, a good session every now and then. We're having a conversation. We're not getting just completely <laughs> fucked after a couple of beers. We're just enjoying it. Right. If you're, I mean, that's that, that's part of growing it. as well, I think, too. We're, we're not drinking to get drunk anyways, no. right? We're just drinking to enjoy right it. Right now, so at least, no. That there's no, there's no reason to just go for the IABV. Yeah. I adore Vermont double IPAs, but I get time. completely <laughs> fucked yeah. at, at the end of the I festival bet. there. Yeah. I never seen so many like people just being like completely, completely. Are you talking about the Vermont Brewers? Oh yeah, I still haven't been, but yeah. Oh man, it yeah. was fun, but like they give you like something like 15, 20 tickets. It's one ticket or two tickets for a beer, and it's it's a pretty good what, portion. What's the pause like? Yeah, it's it's a fairly good portion. Like Three you have ounces. a very good, very good glass. So you don't owe eight percent double IPA. That but I mean, up. it's all eight to twelve percent, and you're 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 enjoying it. It's great. It's good. But I, I like, and you have a couple, you're talking with friends, you're meeting all sorts of people in the industry, it's super fun. And then fly, time flies, you're like, oh, oh, this festival is closing in two hours. I still have 10 tickets. Because I've been talking so much. And like, so, chill, like, and then you're trying to go and uh, <laughs> at the end of the night, everybody's completely fucked, like completely. And it's fun, but it's just, it's too much. It's way too much for a festival. Especially when it's that's the only thing that's available or about yeah, or the so. most the majority. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're talking about that's actually a big uh, um, 
conversation with us recently. Like I, I feel like at least I can speak for Tiff and I. Like I feel like we are beer festivaled out. We've done so many over the oh, last yeah. few years, and people keep oh you go to this festival, you go to this. This year we've skipped a lot on oh, really? purpose. Oh, I'm just God. I'm personally not over it. Like fuck them, but I just need a break from them. Yeah. For that reason, I, I we had we went to it was just so intense. Yeah. So we went to one festival this year. That was it. Like I'm just. Normally it's the first year we skip Chambly, we skip Montreal. Oh, Mondial. you went to Cuvée? I, went, I, I no. met you there? Oh yeah, I did. But I could, to be honest, like I said, I was sick that day because yeah, yeah. I drank a probiotic after we went to Vermont, like an idiot. Um, I didn't drink a single beer. The first time we went to a festival, did not drink a beer. Wow. I went because we had media passes and they wanted us yeah, to yeah. do stuff and I had I had to do it. And I was like, fuck, it was my fault. Um, we went to uh, Liquid Art yep. in uh, Ontario in June, yep. which is cool. But even then, it was kind of the same thing because they had a lot of the larger, like they had the American breweries. Yep. That uh, a lot of double IPAs, eight percent, but man, that's what I want to drink. Some sours and that's, stuff, that's but like the good stuff too. But the but end of I it, mean, it was, it's just, oh, and, and even there, they pour their glasses a little smaller, yeah. but it, it still adds up. And yeah. I just find that I'm like, I was I like a fun argument with my friend the other night who works at Bellwoods, and he was like, "Yo, you coming to Wichstock? Because we're going to be in Toronto next week for it." I'm like, oh, no, I'm not going, man. He's like, the fuck? What are we doing? Like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm just over beer fat. He's like, he got yeah, yeah. like funny mad at me. Like, what the fuck you problem? It's like the best one in yeah. Canada. Like, I'm like, I just, I would rather sit at home with the can yeah. or with a friend or someone sit down and just drink it, yeah. soak it up, not think about it, but I just want to drink. I don't want to have to be like, all right, I want, fuck, there's like 30 people in that line. I want that yeah. beer. Like, it's, it's stressful for me. Plus, we cover it. Like, it's yeah. media. So on top of the regular stress of being at a beer festival trying to get what you want before it kicks, yeah. I have to take photos, I have to take video, I've got to make sure it's doing still I'm just like, it's too stressful for me. So I, I'm like... So for the past right. two years, I've been invited to go to festivals and, and to be honest, when you're invited to go to a festival and as a media, you usually hey, like, beer is free. You're part of it, right? Oh yeah, it's all free. So it's all so free. It's all about money. So, it's, okay. like, it's, it, it's all free. So you're there, and you're there for like 12 hours in a row, three days, four days in a row. Like oh, I, I've been that? doing that really? for I've the past two years that. for yeah. every festival available out there. Oh, fuck that. And then this year, I I went to all of them, but one day I, I went Friday, Saturday. I didn't go on the Sunday or on the Monday if it was there. Right. So two days. Two days of brewing beers, going around, talking to everyone, enjoying the beers, and then you don't. Different. I don't feel pressure to enjoy it as much as if I paid my tickets because I, I I was going there before too. When you pay your tickets, you pay you pay for every beer that you're going there, so you want to get as much as possible for your money. Oh, yeah. But in that situation, I'm like, I'm actually paid to be here, so I just gonna be enjoying it as much as possible, but. Yeah. I don't feel like I should drink as much as possible either. So I'm just going around, trying, you know, to chill just in. just chilling, talking to people, going to breweries, uh, introducing myself, just seeing what's what's going on with them, and then what are you guys super proud about that I shouldn't miss? Right. If there was only one that I could taste in my whole weekend with you guys, what should it be? What is it? That's a great question. And then. Sometimes, like it takes it takes a while for them to think, and they're like, "Well, we have a couple of good beers, but what are you specifically as a brewer proud of?" Right. And I want to know why. And then they're, they're like, "Well, what kind of beers you like?" I, it's not a kind of beers that I like. I want to know what you're proud of, right. and I, I want to understand what what you're trying to 
show the people here because you're going out for a festival it's very like time consuming it's very it, it costs a lot of money to Even have just like, Uber oh like, yeah everything Uber. like yeah, it, it, it's up. very 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 time consuming and it, it costs a lot of money to be there yeah. and then you're there what are you proud of and then whenever I have a chance I'm like you know what I never had a beer from you guys what can I taste yeah Every now and then, I'm going to throw one on the floor because it's just not my kind. Yeah. But you know what? I'm glad that I had the chance to try it. And that's, for me, that's, that's what's fun. And that's the other like part that's relaxed. really fun about the festival yeah. is just meeting all the friends in the industry. Yeah. Because people in this industry are super fucking nice. Yeah, man. It's the coolest. It's, it's, it's a community that's been freaking awesome for, for so long and so many years. It's just great to be yeah. able to just, once in a while, you're in a festival. Everybody's there. We're just enjoying it, man. It's just our time because yeah. every other day we're working super hard to make sure that it happens, right? So it's cool to just. Oh yeah. Uh, I, the way you described that, I wish that was my festival experience. Yeah. Because I was I was telling someone the other day, I was like, the problem that for us, I'm not complaining, but like, say we get to a festival and I'm seeing either people who know us from the podcast who want to say hi, or we're yeah. seeing like, oh, we should have like friends from breweries, friends from the industry, and then like, I'm like, oh, when I first get to a festival, I'm stressed as shit because I'm like, all right, fuck. Now we're gonna make sure I can do the intro to the vlog. Gonna get the B-roll. All right, I gotta make sure I intro yeah, the yeah. stories. Hey guys, blah, blah, blah. and it's exactly. like, and then I gotta oh, fucking do my reviews. And there's all of this content, and people always want to talk to you when you get there because it's always how it is. So for me, it's this big stress. And then after you had a few beers in you, and I've got that out of the way, I'm like, hey, now I'm good. There you go. But at least the start is like a little stressful. Oh yeah. But it's uh, the way you describe that. I wish maybe I have to do one where we don't. That's what my friend was. He was giving me shit. He was like, go to a festival and don't cover it. Just, yeah. just drink the beers and chill. And I'm like, oh, yeah. in my mind, I feel like it's a waste because I could be creating content and promoting it and telling people about... Oh, yeah, that's a, your daily thing, too. Yeah. So that's... I mean, I understand I, that. I, I can't yeah, separate yeah. from that, but I also understand what he was saying. He's oh, like, yeah. dude, just enjoy yourself. I'm like, the way you described that, I'm like, that sounds so good. I yeah. could just be like, walk around a festival, put the phone away, oh, put yeah. the camera away, and just like, talk to people and stuff. And you do get to do that, but not completely. Or even if I'm not doing it, Tiff will have to do it. Because yeah. she'll go take the B-roll. Yeah, yeah. Or my brother does it as well. Or something like, basically between the three of us. And then... Oh, yeah. yeah it's, it's just... Uh, I mean, it's an the, interesting thing. I mean, in my role, there's a lot of just going out there, talking to people, and just... Because it's still kind see, of pressure. Because oh, you have yeah, to meet absolutely. people, right? You have to meet people. But Is that from Mabrasria or for Labak? I do it for both when I'm out there. And it really depends. Because I'm invited by Labak to be there. So I'm wearing Labak t-shirt. I'm... No, that, that that's who like I, they're paying for my presence, right? Gotcha. So when I'm there, I'm explaining what the mission of what we're doing. We're brewing beers in a festival, right? And then because you don't ever do it for my brasserie, because they would have other people. Yeah, exactly. Generally. And then my brasserie doesn't participate in the festivals, and they're oh, not looking for it to do that. It's, okay. it's it's so much. It's a lot of money. It's, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of time. Lot of we don't even have the beer to, for that. Yeah. We barely have any beer for the bar. <laughs> so I mean, we just we just don't. So yeah. we're not even trying. I mean, clearly, we walked in on a, on a Thursday night and shit was rammed. Oh, yeah. Out front and inside. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So oh, it's I, like that's, you need to do that much. The bar it? has always been working always super great. Like, um, it, if, we, if, we, if we go back in time, like, there was a moment not so long ago that Mabraski was looking a bit shifty and then we're, we weren't sure if we weren't, were able to, like, finish the year. It was it was rough. Right. Like, everything's so pricey. Everything is so hard to do. And then competition is out there and it, you just don't know what's going to happen next and 
And then we weren't sure to be able to do some beers in 2019. And then we've been working very hard. At, like you guys don't even know how hard we've been yeah. working our asses so much. Like and 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 making sure that we're we're hopping our our, our standards again as much as possible with at least the least of equipment as possible as well and making sure that we keep it like as traditional and as clean as that impeccable as possible and that in, that involves like a team of very dedicated very uh, very passionate people about the beer industry everyone here like we're all very different we're all from very different background different ages but we're all like going around and just being man this this is a rough industry to be in but you know what we're gonna be making it because we know we can like we're making good products and there's no reason why that shouldn't happen from no. there I, I've enjoyed this like I realized you guys made the um, you had a Pilsner yeah the P-A-L-Z yeah in fact I love, really like that well, there's oh, two yeah. different ones I think there's actually four different there's ones four. there's four yeah four. I'm being like crispy boys have been like this, my shit the, you probably had the Zvetli and the Vichepni I think Zvetli yeah, the Svetli is pretty much the standard, the standard one. one. And then the Vichepni is like the light one. Okay, so I had like the 5% one. Fantastic. Yeah. And I started seeing it everywhere. That was one of the first ones. But yeah. I, like at, to your point that I feel like I've seen your... I've seen Tribal everywhere. Mm-hmm. Did not... Did not I only just found out now. I was walking around here. I saw the cans up there. And I was like, Tribal, huh? I was like, oh, I guess that's another brand. And then yeah. as you were explaining to me, I'm like, oh, shit, that's, that's you guys. Um, I see Momo everywhere. I know this... Uh, the next one... I think because I was telling you before that Trois de Brise. exactly that you were telling me yeah. about um, the pills. I think I even had it at like a restaurant. They had a like Larry's yeah. exactly. out there, and I was like, all right. So I feel like I've seen the what's the word? I don't know if it's growth is really the word, but I feel like the presence yeah. has increased. I don't know if it's my personal awareness or not, but to to your point about the hard work and you guys really getting it out there, I feel like. It's, you've done a real solid push and every time I go into a depth I'm like oh boom there's a whole bunch of my yep. beers and stuff and I think that's really dope speaking for the brand that based on what you guys are doing it's a cooperative you've got all these other beers you're responsible and for and nobody knows it's my brasserie it's everybody an, like so that, that's that, the thing we're, we're not even trying mm-hmm. to show off like as my brasserie right. we're just trying to do our best and that, that beer so that's actually a really good point so with regard to branding then yeah uh, do you feel that maybe has the lack of I was going to say strong brand oh like you know maybe even someone like me just for example who is pretty tuned into the industry I didn't know a lot of these different beers were yours yeah. do you think that affects yeah absolutely yeah so that, that's for sort sure of I mean if you're going around mm-hmm. and then looking for a Shelton you're going to find one Cause that's, it's like, that's boom, the only it's thing the that you're seeing on yeah. every beer they're making yeah. and, and that's for sure like that that works for them but we're just not trying to do that at all. It doesn't matter to you? It like, it really, doesn't negatively affect the brewery, we, you know, I think? We've been working with a creator of, of those images. Okay. And those creators are, are working in in those types of beer. So whenever we're working, like like I said, with the Momo. Yeah. Momo is going to be some kind of the Northeast brand. And then the uh, Trois Balles de Brise is going to be an exception. That's an error. But I'm going to talk about this error. Okay. Um, Every, like, the, the Tribal is, like, West Coast. And then we're going, like, with the East Coast is going to be, like, the Momo kind. With gotcha. the mouth, with the eye, with maybe a nose, with maybe something Different else that's going to be bringing up. So <laughs> that's going to be one thing. But we're just 
we're not even four years old now. We're just yeah. we're just going Finding and then and then bringing it. So if you look at the mandrel, well, mandrel is a, a big bamboo face that's going to be like super enraged, and it's 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 one guy that made like the the, the drawings. There's one person that does all the labels. Yeah. No, but no, no. The the, the, the one that's for the thing. mandrel is one guy. The one for the momo is one guy, and 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 the one for the tribal is one guy. But when it comes to uh, the, the mandrel, there's going to be a baby mandrel coming up. And that's the same guy that's going to be doing the doing same that. types. So and we're going to be, Yeah, exactly. So the mandrel type is the season one. Okay. And, and then you see Jack also. It's a, uh, um, it's it's a, it's a bunny face. So the yeah. bunny face, it comes, down, it comes out once a year and around March. Okay. So it's a March beer. It, it really... It, it, March beer is a... Is a style that comes oh, you out mean like Mars, once, Marzen? yeah, like Marzen. Marzen. yeah, like the so, uh, German, exactly. Sort of. So, and that's that's the one that comes out once a year, yeah, yeah, and then uh, it's all part of the season one. Right. So they're, they're, they all they're all you can identify them. Like maybe within the next ten years, you're gonna be able to know like, oh shit, that's part of the like that 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 brand or that thing, because uh, we're not looking for it to be only. Brewing IPAs, uh, as much as people have, have been buying IPAs, and this is what sells, and this is what people have been looking for. Understood, but beer isn't just IPAs. And if you look at uh, how many beers, like we said, about thirty beers, there's like six of them that are going to be IPAs nice. only. Which depend. I mean, like that's why it's interesting about Quebec is that like you go to Vermont and there'll be of thirty taps, there'll be twenty five that are IPAs, yeah. type of thing. It's definitely IPA focused region, yep. whereas in Quebec, <coughs> excuse me, it's a little more, uh, I guess, balanced with that type of stuff. Which we're I, trying. I mean, I'm not sure about every other breweries, but yeah. here we're really trying very hard to keep it balanced. Absolutely. What What would make up the 30 beers as far as styles? You pretty much go the whole rainbow from we're trying. To stouts, Kentucky styles, like pills. We're going like uh, German styles, like Swedish styles, and we're we're, we're trying to do Bunch like as much as possible. I mean, I guess some of it's out of your control, being that you're brewing for other breweries and they come through here, or are they? How many of um, the taps of Mabrasi? If I'm looking at what we brew at Mabrasi, there we're trying to be to, covering to be, as large as possible. Right. Like you came in with a uh, blonde. Uh, what was it again? It was the from the fermenter that's right next. Oh, to it was me. the English. Golden, yeah, English, English Golden, Golden Ale. Yeah. That I mean, who brews that right nowadays? Right. Never even I mean, heard of it. We're just. Why not? Yeah, why, 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 not? why shouldn't we try it? Of your 30 taps, how many are my brasserie and how many are from the other breweries? Uh, I'm not sure exactly. I'd say 25% maybe from the other breweries. That's not bad. Yeah. Okay. So that's like, seriously, like 20... Terrible I might be wrong, but I'm, 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 as far as I know, like right. it's pretty much around those numbers. Yeah, that's pretty solid. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so then of that, then you're keeping it nice. I, mean, I feel like that's what the Quebec drinking... The typical Quebec drink, I think, is more of the once a bit of everything. That's why someone like Massoran doing the IPAs, it caters to a specific corner yeah. of the market that hasn't been catered to here before. I can't wait to see uh, Massoran Red Ale. They would never do it. I, I know. Oh, oh, he said, yeah. Yeah. I know, that's the thing. Like, that's, that's why I'm like, okay, so they're IPA focused. Right, but I think the, the, something like them... I think it's cool that you guys are doing that. Yeah. I think it's cool that they're doing that because sure. from someone who's not from anywhere here, that is what's missing in Quebec. Whenever Bar Canada does a drop down here, they sell out in like two, oh, yeah. three hours. So it shows there was someone who needed to do the hype haze. 
that's what that's what they're taking care of. Oh, but we know like that IPA is like is the one that is the thing that's going to be selling the most. Like, right. obviously, that's what's going on right now. But but it's cool to have the variety. Yeah, absolutely. If you guys can do all the styles well, like I said, your Pilsner was like I love that shit. Yep. I was so impressed with the, the blue can one, which is the Svetly. Yeah, like I love that. Is that still around? Right now, we're no. looking forward to rebrand it and resend it into the market in Good. November. Nice. Um, the branding has been getting old. We know it's, it's, it's something that's been said a lot. Yeah. Um, the there, there's great. there's some cost to rebranding a beer, and there's some dangers in regards to it. So we're in the process of it, Figuring and it then we know that we're going to be relaunching the four pills uh, that we have: the Pollock nice. Mavi as well, yeah, and then the Tmavi. They're going to be launching back in November. Uh, we're here. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. We're we're very very excited to bring it back. Um, That's great. It's, it's so accessible in terms of, like, it's easy to drink. It's very crushable. It's Perfect. it's simple. Yeah. It's fun, and then yeah, it doesn't have to be happy, right? Craft pilsners, uh, the uh, a trend that Quebec is uh, been a bit slow on. So I'm looking for. I'm really excited to see. That's why when I saw your one, yeah. I feel like you guys were one of the first to yeah. do like a real good craft pills name. Oh, yeah, we were one of the in, first on one that actually cans. respected the the, the, the Czech, Czech style, right? Czech tradition. Yeah, yeah. Like it has to be fermented for about eight weeks in the cold. Time. Shit. Like it's a very long time to, to yeah. be using a fermenter. Yeah, man. Crazy. Like most people won't even go there. They're just gonna be like fermenting it super fast, and then there you go. It's yeah, out of well, market. Yeah, you got the guys. There, there's just a couple of good ones out there, but there's so many shitty ones. It gives a bad reputation and a bad name for people that are looking forward to to have the some very good, good pilsner, right? Yeah. And then we've always been looking forward to. You know what? We're gonna be taking the time it takes, but it's gonna be good right. every single time. I think it's important. I think yep. it's like a cool trend, and I think when Quebec gets on it properly, yep. like you guys sort of. I feel one of, I can't even think of many others like off the top of my head that have done it like you guys were when yep. I first started seeing them. Like finally, a craft yep. pilsner in in this province. So I think it's like a cool next trend. Yep. Even though like it's been a trend everywhere else, it doesn't matter when it happens. If it happens like now, I, I'd like, say like and, and it, it's it, to be honest, like I'd say Lermite and then Castor have been making very oh, good yeah, pilsner. Oh great. The pilsner is absolutely amazing, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm I'm very proud to be like. We're very proud to be compared with like such good breweries that are actually like going around and respecting the tradition and making sure that the products out there is good yeah. and people are just looking for it now. Yeah, which is great. It's very. It's like it's where the market is kind of going. I think. Yeah, it's like one of the newest trends. Yeah, in the last well, not new. That's not even accurate. In the last year or two, it's just come back and, and approached it a little slower. But it seems like people are picking up. The Vox Populi one yeah. was really good. Um, I know Memfrey did one, but it was a little. Dunham did a good one as well. Uh, what was the Dunham one called? Um, I didn't uh, try it. Ermion, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't remember. Like it's, 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 it's started with an H. I'm, I'm not good with names. Yeah, but, uh, so yeah, no, it was super good. So a, bit, a, bit, a bit, I mean, it was a bit of a flower a floral smell, floral. But, but I mean, it was, it was still amazing. Like, I, I really, yeah, really enjoyed it as well. So, it, it, if pills can come along and then. If, if we're capable of being in a market of all those styles of beer and being compared in, in, in the best beers with the Momo, with the Trois Bal, with Bocanada right now, with if, if you go down in Gaspésie, that's that's an amazing market for us. They freaking love our beer. Yeah. It's it's it's. I mean, I can I mean, it's it's, it's just great. Like yeah. people are just enjoying the Oval and the Trois Bal de Pris. I'm like, are you serious? Like that's sick to know. Yeah. I, I mean, people are just like fighting for it, and then. 
we, we can provide as much as, 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 as we of would course, want to, really but it, it's been great. Like we've, we've been enjoying it a lot. That's fantastic. Oh yeah. I was even just thinking now, like even the fact that you got, are you familiar with Godspeed in yeah. Toronto? So Godspeed do authentic Czech pilsners and stuff like Luke yeah. went out there. Oh, He's like crazy and, with and, it. and the cans are amazing gorgeous, looking. Yeah. They're very gorgeous. Drinking very simple. Yeah, and they do represent simple. exactly what we'd be, we, we would be looking into. Yeah. It. Like the colors, the everything is in there. Stuff. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I was just even thinking, I was drinking one of the Keller pills last night. Mm. And I'm like thinking I've had, they've got like three different Czech pills of the dark one, the light, the Svetli, yep. and then there's one other one. Um, and I was like, ah, oh, I just, was as it you red said one? I had the, I've had two of them. I didn't think I had the dark one. Maybe okay. I had it at the brewery. And then the one I had last night was at Keller Pills for their second anniversary. My brother lives literally 50 meters from the brewery, okay. so he goes and gets it all. Um, but point being is that the, that the way that he approaches the traditional styles, I love that you guys are doing four styles of real Pilsner yeah. because when you if you guys put that out with a new branding, four styles of Pilsner at once, I think that's a game changer for, yeah. for Quebec because I, the way that Godspeed do it is so cool to me because I'm starting to get a bit more interested in the more traditional styles recently, yeah. particularly Pilsners and, and in, in that family um, and I'd love to see that coming from you guys because I love love that Pils that yeah. you guys do so I think that like teaching Quebec beer drinkers that yo like Molson and them not accurate like this is how the fuck it's supposed yep. to be done exactly. and here's four different ones they're all very different you try them side by side you'll taste the profiles and i just think if you because you guys seem to be doing it very authentically yeah. i think it's super va more valuable than, than maybe most people would appreciate yeah. and, for, and for, for the scene we, we do a lot of uh the german style beers as well okay. especially like we we have one that we've been working with working on for the past couple of um, years i'd say and we're maybe looking to brand it and make bringing it out on the market, but a German pills can be absolutely amazing oh, yeah. as well. Pils super fruity, super like very, very, very delicate and fruity. It's, it's, it's super great, but you don't get to see that that much on the market right now. Is it now. a Helles or is it a German pills? German pills, yeah. German we, pills. we do do a, the Helles as well, so it's different, but right? it's only available at the bar. So, so many styles that we're going to be trying, they're only going to be available at the bar, maybe sometimes seasonal. Yeah. And then that's 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 what Fantastic. we're looking to do. And we do a lot of the generic type of, of, of branding. Yeah. Like this one was a was a generic type, except that we had the uh, the baseball the uh, baseball thing. But yeah. it, it's actually the generic type of branding that we have. All sorts of things that we try at the boutique right, there. Right, put that on. The oh thing. yeah, we just put the information there. Sometimes it doesn't even have a name, and then you, just you guys it try there. it. Right, that's the right. style that oh, we're that's trying. What you do. And then we'll that's that's it. the error that what happened with the trois balles de piece. We were in such a tight fit that we had no chance. That was the, our last chance to have a beer in the market and see if it worked. And we were in, in an, our uh, production meeting and uh, Brewer said, well, you know, it has some kind of a pamplemousse, uh, what's it called there? Uh, grapefruit. Grapefruit taste from, from the hops, right? I was like, well, that's great because we were back in uh, February, beginning of February. That's uh, the, the in, in French anyways, we say the pamplemousse season for uh, the off season of baseball. Okay. So the guys go off and play in the Bahamas and, and Florida and those places. So I was like, so we should do a baseball, ah, a, a baseball like that's beer. A, that's, that, 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 that's never been done here. And we're like, man, we need that home run, man. We need that home run. How are we gonna call it? 
It's like, well, you know what? We're we're here. It's gonna be like three strikes. So Prize's strike. Oh yeah. So uh, I was about to say, what does it mean? Three. So three, three balls, balls three, two, two strikes. strikes. So it's like one one more pitch. And that's, that could be that out. has to be a home run, man. Uh, that we were just there. That's genius. We were there, man. We had to. That? Yeah. That's, that's our last chance to do right. something. And Love then that. let's let's crack this shit. And then it went off. I love it. All right, let's do it. Oh yeah, six point five. Boom. I need to piss like a motherfucker. You need to go with all. Yeah. yeah. Sure. All right. You know what? We'll take a two second break and we'll come back. All right, we're back. We are refreshed and it's oh, time yeah. for three balls, two strikes. Yeah. I know. I guess trees takes that makes sense. Yeah. So we were looking for a home run and then we got a home run. Got a home run with this man. All the baseball team got in contact with me and they really just wanted to have the beer available for their baseball team. That's hilarious. Oh yeah. Nobody so, else had done that before, as far as I no, know. I've like never they have seen a baseball they, uh, beer. And then we got it out on uh, the, the the day that they had the uh, the game uh, with the Brewers and the Blue Jays in Montreal. Oh yeah. And that was just perfect. The Brewers and the Blue Jays are playing, oh, and we Bruce. have a new beer coming up. That's, that's just baseball team. Oh, it smells great. So this one is a. Um, would you say West Coast, East Coast? Uh, more of a East Coast with aperture, like old school East Coast, like a little bit more of a. I wanted to have it last because just yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah it's gonna be Emmer, like the there. The aperture is just yeah. it feels great. Nice I show. fucking love aperture. Hell still. yeah, yeah. So what's up? Nice. Yeah, it's kind of like East meets West. Oh yeah, type of thing. Uh, photo, bro. You know the drill. That's the good stuff. Yeah. Boom. All right. So, do you know the hops in this one? Uh, there's a couple of ones. Uh, I know there's Citra. I know there's. I'm, I'm not sure exactly. I think there's Chinook. I think there's. I'm not. I'm not sure. A bit of a mix. Oh yeah. There's a couple of. Uh, and this one has been evolving too. Like people have always been looking forward to get the same thing at first. Oh, I had a story for the Momo. I didn't say my story before. No, tell the story. I'll, I'll go back to the Momo. Yes. Um, Last year, I was working for another brewery, and, and at the end of my shifts, since I live right next to the place here, mm-hmm. I was always coming and just finishing my shift, like filling out my papers, doing my stuff on the terrace with my dog, like super relaxed. And then one day, I uh, I wanted to have one of the beer that was on the menu, and then the, the, the waitress told me, like, well, I'm sorry, it's not available anymore, I wanted to uh, bring you some, but... You know, the following beer is a new beer that I haven't even tasted yet because it's you're going to be the first one to try it. Okay. And then she gave me a paint of Momo. Oh, okay. It felt great. It was amazing. You're like, yo, it was just It was just super cool. Like, I fucking loved it. And then about a year after, I was working here and I was the one to launch the beer and then making sure that everybody, like, knows that I freaking love that beer because it's great. It's super fun. And then... That's that's the backstory. Like I've always been here. I was here for the first anniversary. I was here for the second one. I was here for the third one. And then this one, I'm gonna be here for the fourth one. I've always been involved here and there, like in some parts, and not not really involved, but like really like tagging along and then looking what what's going on here because they were doing things differently. Right. Uh, although there's so many other like super nice breweries all around where I live, I was always coming back to here because you can actually taste so many like cool style that you don't get anywhere else yeah. um, I, I really enjoyed the La Succursale that used to be like one of our uh, co-op yeah, brewers here yeah. and they first were very 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 into the German styles 
And then you want to discover the German styles they used to have, like, they used to have them all year long, all the good ones. Right. And then, you know what pays? Well, what pays is uh, IPAs. And they started to brew against their will, kind of, IPAs. And they're making good ones as well. But nowadays, like, whenever you go there, they have one of the, or the single best coach that's available. Oh, yeah, I had that coach. I think, yeah, oh, my God. I mean, it's so refreshing. Summertime. And you Perfect. can still bring your dog on the terrace outside. Yes. So, uh, so it works out well. Oh, and, and, and the original and then the... Yeah, the, 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 the long thin glasses. Oh, my God. I love those glasses. Oh, it's just so perfect. Cool, right? yeah. if, if the, uh, one thing they used to do, and I don't think they do it anymore, is that if you uh, would get that glass of Kolsch, um, they would fill it up as long as you don't put on thing, something onto it. It was always fresh and good. They would fill up your glasses all day. Yeah. As, uh, up until you put your uh, your your uh, like the coaster on top. Your coaster on yeah, top. I'm good. And then I'm good. It was just the best. It was it was amazing. And then we need to have. I think we need to have more of those like styles and specificities from ever all around the world. More than colors. Like it it, it is and it, it it was for such a long time in Quebec because of Boreal and then I mean they, they said they said they were sorry for it, but I mean. You can't be asking for a white, for a, a, a blonde, for a red, for a dark beer anymore. Yeah. You have to go more into the styles, and that's that's very important part. Because mm-hmm. colors is just one thing about the beer, more than yeah. everything else, right? There's so many things that that can change the taste and how you 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 you, you go about it more yeah, than just the color. Yeah, that was, yeah, I guess that's like such an old school way to look at it. When yeah. they've got like for people who don't know, I guess Boreal have the blonde, they have the roots, yeah. I guess like. They have the noir, the blanche, yeah. like it's just very like cuvee, all these different ones, and they're kind of like pretty boring. Like, and and sadly, so many breweries went along with that. Early on. And I then, think it's, it's and still nowadays, there's still a couple of ones that still do that. And I'm, I'm, you know, it, it's a bit of tragedy because beer is a lot more than that. Absolutely. There's the tradition, there's a the culture, and then I think we should embrace it. Yeah. That's yeah. from all over the world. And Montreal has been built on diversity, so might as well do that here. Yeah. It's just been a little slower. I think that, that Quebec held on to tradition longer than most other places mm-hmm. for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, but it's it's breaking out, and it's kind of cool to see it. Sort of people like expand into different things. Like, yeah. all right, well, we love haze and stuff. We're going to do that, and then we love saisons, and we're going to do farmhouse sales exceptionally yeah. well, and food age, and blah blah. blah. Yeah. Everyone's kind of doing their thing. Like, if you don't like, like even say J- John Philippe from um, yeah. Circus Cell, he didn't like New England's. They did one. Yeah. But you can tell that he didn't really like it. Like it was fine, but it wasn't brilliant. And he, I think he was aware. He just did it because people wanted it. He has to. Yeah, well, you have to. I, I kind of feel like I mean, sh- I mean, you shouldn't though. Like, like I don't think you. Ninety percent of the people that come to your bar, they're going to be saying, "Oh shit, the there's a microbrewery. Where's your New England?" Right. Oh so then, like, shit, yeah, I don't you, have one. Right. I've been saying no for the past two years. You know what? Might as well do just one. do one. Like, whilst I understand that from a business perspective, I kind of feel like it's like shouldn't do that if you're not into it you can tell like if the brewer who creates the recipe isn't going to make it to his or her best ability yeah like I don't know what the point is well there's a lot of money involved and then some people in the background that you know come on come on do it do it but then like the beer community people are going to be like oh this is not good they're not going to come back for it so if they're not going to come back for it once again, but like Circus Style, like you said, their cultures, and I really like that beer too. Yeah. They had, I think, some like um, some sort of sours. One was really like strawberry sour or something. Yeah. It was it was amazing. 
Like that's what I would go there for. Like yeah. I wouldn't think, oh, well, circus style. I'm gonna go there for their haze. I'll go somewhere else for that. Oh yeah, I'm but gonna I go for their German know. style beers. Yeah, right? but you have to know where you're going. I feel like there's nothing wrong with having a brewery that is exceptional that does certain things really well. They yeah. don't have to do everything really. So you gotta well. go at the Legal. You better you expect to get some laggers. Yeah, everything's laggered. Everything. Everything I mean, is laggered. And that's great. Exactly. But that's, to me, that's fine. They're not doing New Englands that I'm aware no. of. Yeah. But then why should they? Fuck that. They'll either get guest taps or go somewhere else. Go to vice versa. They have what? Do you know what vice versa don't have? New England's except for the Castor, yeah. which always pisses me off about Quebec because you can't get New England's anywhere yeah. that are really good until there's some, like you go to a depth, you can get a bunch. Oh yeah. You go to breweries, there's not many breweries that are doing really well, which is annoying, but also authentic. And I, I respect that. And, and that's, 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 that's one of the reasons why none of the beer that we're making is going to be branded New England IPA. Of course good. they're going to be inspired of. Because you know, say it, yeah. New England APA can be very good as well. This is the closest to New England. That that's that's inspired of, yeah. inspired of, but it's not going to be said anywhere. Yeah, it's no, not completely, not but it's like got a lot of the characteristics yeah. of it. Yeah. Same thing with the Momo. I mean, it's of course Close inspired, but we're not trying to. Yeah, it's not going to be said like, oh, here's our new New England APA. No, yeah. we're not trying to to do that. Right, right. I get it. There's so many out there that are doing their best to do that. Fine with them. Yeah. That's, I think that's not what we do. You just got to do what you want to do. I think that's the best thing. Stay, yeah. stay true to what you do and just do what you do best and what you want to do and kill it. And that's fine. But we're looking to do pills and then that's branded, right? That's, yeah. that's very important because we want to already that. do that well and we're that shows that you care about exactly. it. But we're not so looking to do any, any new like New England IPA. We're just looking to do something fun. Yeah. And then good IPAs, doesn't matter if it's West or East. No, of really, course, no. it's inspired, right? With all sorts of different things. You gotta things. have something, yeah. but like, just, you know, well, even this is this is really like a really enjoyable beer somewhere oh, yeah. in the middle, east meets west type of shit. I like it. Last winter, we did brew a very, very, very old school West Coast. It was amazing. It never got out of the bar. It was only available there. It was called Terpen Jutra. It was just you could fucking bite into sequoia. Yeah, that was it. That was just straight pine straight pine like it was dead good I wish we could commercialize it yeah is it going to be good on the market maybe I feel like West Coast is coming back a little bit sure but maybe not huge yet might as well keep it at the bar yeah for now maybe if you get enough demand yeah. then you can be like alright we'll can it sure yeah, you know? we're still going to be making it yeah so it doesn't matter come to the bar yeah so if we don't I'm going to tell the brewer like, yeah be like dude make that shit I'm, I'm thirsty for it. Yeah. Right. Come on, please, please. Do me Come a favor. On. Do me a favor. Like a good like Baltic porter. Every now and then, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, shit. Please. I need that chocolate malt into yeah. me. Like, As it's a, coming into the cold oh, yeah. season. Like, yeah, yeah, not like, every day, but once in a while. Yeah, like, it's yeah. freaking good it's when amazing, it's well made, right? right? Yeah. There you go. Love a good Baltic porter. Uh, how do you feel about a lightning round? I'm sorry? A lightning round. A lightning round? Yeah. Quick questions. Go ahead. But they're not quick. They're never quick. <laughs> we call it lightning. It's actually the molasses round. <laughs> Uh, what is your guilty pleasure beer? A beer you would be embarrassed to admit to a beer nerd that you enjoy? I'm hey. supposed to answer that fast, right? It's not, like I said, it's never fast. Uh, you you know, know, that was one of the... When I was hired here, I that was one of the first questions that uh, Marc Bélanger asked me. Yeah, it was when like, he was, uh, what's a shit beer you like? Yeah, what, what, what's the shittiest thing that you actually like and you're ashamed of? <laughs> or you should be ashamed of. Right. And it's it's a hard thing because I don't 
I brew my own beers at home. I have so much that I have to drink. You never drink bad beer. I. When you were younger, what did you like? Like from about fifty. Blue. Uh, uh, what's it, what was it called? It was called. Uh, I like Carlsberg. Carlsberg's Carlsberg. I I I I uh, have a wiener dog, and then uh, I met this girl on Tinder like two years ago. And uh, she went on and had a little brother of my dog. And then we just stayed friends and it was fine. We, we never had anything, it was just friends. And, and then uh, she's from uh, Norwegian. Okay. And then uh, she knows that, you know, I, I, I love the brew beers and, and everything, but I, I don't think like she, she's really into the brew industry or everything like that. But anyway, so she went back home last Christmas time and I was taking care of her dog while she was away and then she came back with a gift that I never asked for and it was four different Carlsberg beer because they're very proud of like what they do back there and that's right. that's what they're proud of and so she brought me back four different kind of Carlsberg that you can't find here so I was like you know what might as well fucking enjoy it and it was good it was freaking good I, I, I mean very good Pilsner made back there why yeah. not why not that's a good one. That's a good answer. Yeah. What's the opposite? A beer you would decline under any circumstances? You go to someone's house or you go to a barbecue and you didn't bring some of your own beer and they're like, hey, try this. And you're like, no. What would that be? Should I say a brand? You can call it out. You don't have to. Some people don't like to. Uh, but uh, There's a, actually a lot of them. Yeah? Yeah. What's like the worst? Um... I, you know, I, I do have an example. Okay. I was, uh, a year ago, we went to uh, an event with karaoke outside of the Olympic Stadium, and uh, Farnham was the beer that you could find on that spot. And the Farnham IPA, it was nasty as fuck. I just couldn't stand it. Yeah. I, I couldn't, I just, it was, it tasted like I was chewing grass. The fuck is wrong with getting that kind of beer out there? I yeah. couldn't, I just couldn't. That's it, was, it was completely off everything that I knew about IPAs. Right. And I, I can't say that about other stuff that they made, but this one was just so atrocious. Good. Don't get it out there. Yeah. Just don't, don't do that. <laughs> Hopefully they take it off the market. Uh, what was your gateway beer? What was the beer that got you into craft beer? Uh, I mean, it was Nibiru. Unibrew? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Unibrew. Uh, that's the Quebec answer. Oh, yeah. I, I, it has to. That's that's what's, what's that's that's available back there. And then the demons and everything, we were just going hardcore. You had to, right? That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite beer style? Um, that's a very hard one. So if you walked into Peluso, and yeah. what section are you going to first? I'm going everywhere. You're going everywhere? Oh, yeah. If you were pushed and we were like, all right, you had to choose one style? Um, that you would maybe drink more than others? It's tough. I Have you ever tasted a double sunshine IPA? A double citron? Like lemon? A double sunshine IPA from a Sunshine Brewery? Oh, uh, from Lawson's. Yeah, Lawson's. Um, yeah, I've had the double sunshine. Yeah. Right. Yeah, or triple. You give me some old school IPA with yeah. like Apertune up the top. Yeah. I'm, I, I want to try it. Yeah. I want so it. So that, that's a good one. Have you been to the new brewery? No, I haven't. I've been like 
few times. My friend's the manager yeah. there. It's sick. That's, you that's check it out. One of the first recipes that I've ever brewed that I yeah, was like inspired of, that was the clone of the Double Sunshine IPA yeah, from Lawson's. And oh my God, I, yeah. I've, I've always looked for it after. I'd actually, I've they met... They don't do it uh, very often. No, Michelle. I know. And then I, uh, in Vermont, I have actually had a chance to meet with the brewer. Michelle? Such a nice guy. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. This guy's amazing. We're trying to get him on the podcast. Yeah. Even my friend, the taproom manager, like he runs the whole thing. He's, it's hard to get him in one place. But in the festival, he's going to oh, be standing he's there. Be standing around. And then he likes to talk to everyone. Right. And, and I had an amazing time. Just a couple of minutes with him. And he was just, he was very, very generous. Sick. It was awesome. Super cool. Oh, yeah. Nice. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah, the beers are great. The place is cool. It's like a ski chalet or wood. It's like a bond trap. Like, and the know, recipes are given. Like, he gives all these recipes. Yeah, he's a that's, I mean, that's, that's amazing. Like, yeah, Pit Caribou does that as well. Like, that's, that's amazing. They're very, very like, you know what? You think you got the talent? Here's the recipe. Do it. I know. Make it. There's no secret. Yeah, secret is, too. I'm a good brewer. You're yeah, not. Yeah. Wow. Right? Let's go. You can have the recipe. Yes, it, he like, did that with that too. He gave the recipe. Nobody does the Persid right nowadays. What was that one again? The Persid. From? Uh, Capit Caribou. Okay. Uh, the first uh, wild right? yeast. Uh, I, I don't know if you had a chance to uh, I try it. I mean, it's amazing. You, you seriously, like... There's nothing like it. It's the first wild, uh, wild ale out there. And then he gave everything of his recipe. All right. Nobody's trying it. Right. It's too crazy. It's way too it's crazy. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm always willing to just go and say, wow, you guys you know Nailed what? Yeah. That's, that's the talent right there. That's yeah. how you show it. Francis Who cares about the recipe? Yeah. I'm the one that makes it. Right. Right. Wow. I like that. Um, what is your least favorite beer style? So you don't hate it, but like your um, the one you would reach for last. Banana flavored. Yeah. I peppers and stuff uh, like that. Yeah. Eh. That's a real common answer from uh, yeah. from beer folks. I don't think I like Hefeweizens now because people kept saying that. I was like, yeah, fuck that banana flavor. And, and it's shit. weird because I, I I just said that I loved uh, like the wild. Oh, and then a lot of that's bananas. I mean, a lot of bananas and everything, and it really depends how it's brewed. Like, it, I don't know how to explain it. No, I'm, I'm with you on that. It's very, very like yeah. individual. Like, you like it or you don't. I've had shitty season and such a good season too. Like, they go either way. I, I, I just, mm. you just don't know. You don't know. It's a risky part. Oh, it is. Like saisons are like a oh, interesting yeah. style where like I, you love them or you hate them. Depending, some people in Quebec, I find Quebec loves saison. I'm like, it sounds like yeah. you and me maybe similar. Like, uh, like this one, oh, I yeah. actually quite liked it. The um, the, the, the tea one. Oh yeah. I was like, oh, this is gonna, this could go either way for me. Yeah. Because I was like, all right, well, I'm not into saisons. I try and avoid them unless it's like, like a like a um, Hill Farmstead type yeah. of one. Like Arthur or something, I love that shit. Yeah. Like it's something because it doesn't have banana, but it's got all the other elements. Like exactly. a farmhouse versus a saison. I like the farmhouse shit. And some and of the bread stuff. Does that well. yes, yeah, bread stuff is amazing. But then it really depends. Mm. Some of it, some of it is just like it's when it's way too sour. Level. Yeah. Like, are you serious? Am I supposed to really have a pain of that? Yeah. What's the point? But yeah. It's too like, much, are right? you serious? Like, at least like, Dunham, they do them really oh, well yeah. as well. Like I, I've had a like a. An amazing time with Hermit Thrush in uh, oh, Vermont. Oh, Hermit Thrush is so good. The but then again, like, 
my belly wanted to kill me for a yeah. couple of days after because it's gotta, like, so sour. Just a like, bit. Oh my god! You can't go too high. It's you can't. Like, I have so many in my fridge right now that I want like, to, and I'm like, I'm gonna wait. I, I know I had like you know, it's not like that. Not, not now. Now is not a good time no, for that's that. That's it. We'll wait. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Um, what is your favorite? Be a city, destination, or country? Where do you like to go for beer? I know I should be fast. Yeah, um, no, it's okay. It's never fast. No one's ever done this fast. For me, like it's hard to say. I'm in Montreal. I live in Montreal. There's so many good stuff happening in Montreal. There is. I have a good time every time that I go to Denam. I have a good time when I go to Vermont. I I was in uh, Kingston. Not so long ago. And I had a good time. I mean, it was great. They have a very, very fun and cool, like, microbrewery scene. Yeah, a bunch of stuff happening there. But I'm from Montreal, so I'm going to have to say Montreal, because, you know... Represent? Represent for the Rosemont's Patrie, that's, that's where it's happening, right? All right. For me, anyways. Yeah, what's up? Uh, what was the first beer you ever brewed? Uh, it was an Irish Bretta. Was it good? It was surprisingly good. We kept one. We used to do, like, the, uh, the, the stickers for it. For the first couple of batches, and then then we're out. But uh, it was the weirdest thing. It was one of those memes with uh, that guy that was just pinching his nipples, and then that was the, the, that the, was the thing. Lady. That was the that was the thing. And then we had one like a year, and then two years after that we kept, and it was still freaking good. All right. I I mean, it wasn't the perfect, but it was still good. Yeah, all right. We. Uh, what are the thing that I'm always saying? If you keep it clean. There's no reason why it should go bad unless like you really don't follow like the sanitation. Or just 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 be clean in your processes and then follow the recipe. There's no it's way bad. it's gonna go wrong. Yeah. It's the simplest thing. Beer has existed before bread. It's always been present. Right. There's no way it goes wrong until like you're just not paying attention at all. Right. That's a good point. Uh, what is your favorite and least favorite styles to brew? Um, my favorite style to brew personally would be like big ass porters. Nice. Uh, my least favorite would be like super intense IPAs with like, like uh, hot pills. Yeah, and then mm -hmm. just just throwing all sorts of hops into the 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 the, um, the fermentation process. You know you're gonna be like causing oxidation and all sorts of like wrong stuff that you want you don't want in your beers and right. you're gonna be losing so much as well because the hops is gonna be like absorbing and then you're gonna end up like like with half of the the the, the, the what what you actually intended like it's just it's so much problem doing that it's yeah. so much issues so like much potential infection issues and I'd rather just go with like what's in there when you boil it and when you're done you ferment it and Good that's it because yeah. otherwise it's just a shitload of problem is but that hey most? that's good <laughs> if, you're, that, if you're good at it I mean that, that's good. amazing right it's just it's, it's so much trouble yeah it, it kind of feels like it'd be a lot uh, what's the worst beer you've ever made? um uh, it wasn't bad but uh, we did do a uh, what's it called there uh, chocolate vanilla cacao and cherry beer 
it, it was good, but uh, some wild yeast that was on the cherry just went. They got into it. Just went into it, and then it went wild. Like a year after, I was very, 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 very wild. It was good, but it's just you can't fucking pour it. It's just gonna be bubbling all right. over the place, and it goes. You, whenever you open it, it's just gonna, just gonna be gushing right. all the time because it's wild, and then. That's what, what that was, that's the part of the like the hard part of using fruits actually. Yeah. Using it's fruits, tough, it's man. it's pretty tough. Yeah, fruits seem really difficult to just yeah. get it right. Oh yeah, and even though like it was like frozen cherries that we bought, it was just there's nothing you can right, do. Right, like additional sugar, the yeah. fermenting, oh, yeah. changing stuff. That that's the hard part too. Yeah, especially like small batches. Hundred percent. Yeah, we did a uh, my my friend Scott, who was sort of used to be a co-host. He him and I used to homebrew, and he we did like a blueberry mm -hmm. saison, and it was like I think we used blueberry juice in the end, which probably wasn't smart. I think it fermented afterwards at yeah. way higher ABV yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff, and it was like just way too intense for something that it didn't need to be. And it's like working with fruits is very finicky. I'm actually incapable of uh, doing <laughs> sessions. Everything no. that I brew is always higher in BG than Jacksonville or whatever. I just round it up, right? I'm, yeah. I'm trying to just make it as simple as possible. But I, I, I end up like 2, 3, 5% ABV way, way over target. And I'm like, oh like, shit. Well, you know what? Again. I like it anyways. Exactly. So might as well. Fuck me. But I, I can't. I just can't for the sake of my. I, I can't. Yeah. I'm incapable of doing sessions. That's a, that's a good answer, actually. What music do you listen to when you brew? Um, that's a hard one because. As I was saying earlier, uh, I, I like to talk a lot while I brew, as I'm like showing it off uh, in the Twitch and stuff, and, and, and Facebook with Labak and everything. And I like to interact with the people. And then the, the music that I may be putting in the background would mostly mm. be like just chill music. Right. Yeah. Just to fill the background noise oh, yeah. when you're not talking and stuff. Exactly. Right. Uh, what's your favorite hop? tough call ah straw is fun to use but it smells like cat pee but it's fun to use I love cat pee yeah here you go it's great great, it's great beverage keep it in the fridge um, what does your family think of what you do I think it's weird yeah love I'm skipping it. yeah skip that yeah I don't have a family so uh, favorite adjunct I'm sorry uh, favorite adjunct what do you like to add to beer sugar yeah yeah a little like, yeah, about lactose. About no, lactose. I've never used lactose. I, that's not something that I'm looking for in my beers usually. Okay. Um, I, yeah, 420 sugars usually, 40, 40, 420 grams. That's, right. that's my style. That's where you go That's to? my signature. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you go. Yeah. All right, sugars are going. No one's really said that before. Okay. How do you feel about lactose in beers? Not into it? Not into it. We have a Twitter account, I know. Team Lactose. You know, I know about that? I know, I know. You know Fat, what? I can't win them all. Fabrice is a good friend of mine. And oh, I know, he fucking like, hates it. Like, but I almost made him do a. He did a lactose. You know, we did the Neve uh, contest with Labac with Fabrice, and he was supposed to bring the the, the, the winner, lactose version of um, uh, the winner of the the the, 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 the beer contest yeah. to uh, professional brewing, but that's not going to happen now. No. I understand that uh, where he brews, uh, he's in Quebec City. Yeah, he's not brewing anymore. So I used to brewing. Yeah, I haven't spoken to him for a while. Yeah. I saw people yelling at him on uh, Capsule. Everybody of, yells at him. That's an easy part. But, yeah, he knows. He, he, but he's a fun one to bring to brew with. Yeah, though. he's a fun guy. Oh, he's a fun guy. I like him. He's a good dude. He, um, 
he knows he's a shit stirrer. Like he just pokes at oh people all God. the time. So I think because of the Mas- he was giving shit to Masorum or something, and then someone told me that yeah, your friend Fabrice is getting shit on. I was like, oh. I haven't spoken. I gotta ask I think him. He does it on purpose. Oh, he no, he does. He told me he does it on purpose. He knows exactly what he's doing. God damn you, Fabrice! He's um, a fucking shithead. I love it. Yeah, right. <laughs> I like him a lot. He's a good dude. But he was supposed to do a milkshake version of the brute, the Norway. Is idea. that is that what happens when you have two kids? You're he's staying at a home, and then you just take a shit there. on every brewery that you can. Yeah, he must just be there bored and like. Yeah. Don't want to like lactose. Go go sell some barbecues, Fabrice. <laughs> Listen to the man. Um. So that was pretty much it, brother. Thank you so much for uh, hanging out. Much. Really appreciate it. Fun. Where can we find my brasserie online? Mabraski.com. Yep. Do you know what it is on um, Instagram and Facebook and stuff? Yeah. It well, it's going to be, if you look at Mabraski, you're going to be finding it on Instagram and especially on Facebook. Not really on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I mean, no. Quebec is not really on Twitter no, anyway. Uh, and I don't want to pride myself, but with a good friend of mine and yours, with uh, Mr. David Atman, I oh, think yes. we've been doing a very good job of uh, keeping up with uh, what should be fun on Facebook and social media. Yeah, and that, that's it. something that we've been enjoying as well for the past uh, for the past year now. Yeah. yeah. From Dyke like, to Capsule and through the back and stuff like yeah. that, right? No, it's great. And where can people find you? Do you have a separate thing you want people to follow you uh, on? On Twitch, you can find me on uh, Le Grand Mister. And then, uh, otherwise, uh, you just just go on labac.ca and then uh, we do a lot of trainings for people that wants to get into it with either like uh, their taste, their off flavors, and the styles, and, and then brewing, we're, we're just training people and we're doing it like for free. Well, basically, you guys will be paying for your ingredients, I guess. For the ingredients and everything, but basically, I'm not getting any money out of it. I'm just doing it for the fun. Right. That's, that's what we do. I love it. L-A-B-A-Q, by the way, as well, .ca. So, guys, if you enjoyed the episode, smash the thumbs up. Hit subscribe below. Hit the notification bell so you know when the new stuff drops. Follow us on social media at BAOS Podcast. And check out the long-form audio so you can hear very attractive gentlemen like Uncle Guillaume right here. Talk about craft beer in Montreal. That is it, guys. Thank you for watching and listening. We'll see you in the next episode. Get in ya. Get in ya.